This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcastshoutcast.com. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you are listening to Star Wars on the Left. StarWarsIndirect.com StarWarsIndirect.com There you will listen to Star Wars Indirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Star Wars Indirect is a proud member of the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, TSFPN.com. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come! Cut the tractor beam, it's pulling us in! You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom on this August 23rd, 2005. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined here today by my friend Danny Pepin, the producer. Hello. Brian, Kit Fisto on my left. Hello, Sebastian. And I'm Sebastian, the main host for tonight's Star Wars on Direct. Oh yeah. And I'm totally freaking hype. <laughs> Hyped. So so things may be going a little weird today. Okay, well, right now you cannot see us. Stop slapping me with a huge trout, you silly fool. So tonight the show, uh, well, you won't see a lot of us on the webcam tonight because you're going to see a lot of huge stuff from Brian's 
collections. Collections of huge set of huges. Set of huges. Huge figures. Not really that big though. <laughs> they're miniatures, but they're huge. <laughs> so they're huge minis. That's kind of um, so. That's average. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so if you guys want to stay average, fine. I'm all messed All right. Well, tonight we're gonna have, of course, the polls, the collecting news, our fan audio release news, Danny. Yes. The uh, community update. And right now, Brian's going to tell you how you can contact us. Well, you can reach us the normal way through our email, which is studio at swndirect.com. And you can also reach us by MSN Messenger, by adding the user MSN, uh, sorry, swndirect at hotmail.com. And you can get our Star Wars on Direct newsletter, our get our chat, see our webcam, listen to us live, get the links to our blogs, uh, check out our message board on tsfpn.com. All of that is on our on our marvelous webpage, swndirect.com. Yes. All right. Well, on with the show. We want to tell you that we haven't changed our sound card yet. <laughs> so it might still crash during the show. Will we change it at ever? some point? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think we'll ever change it. <laughs> no, because <laughs> it's just so trustful. It's it's been yeah, there with it us. Works, yeah. It's been all the way to see Celebration Three. So it lived through Celebration Three. Yes, it's so it's gonna live on. I'm, I I want to mention that uh, you can still go and uh, sign the pe- petition to restore the Mosaicly Cantina. And we had a good news this weekend that uh, Lucasum is looking into it. Yes. So I don't know if they will like invest in it, buy the land, or whatever. So we're we're, we're told Lucasfilm is taking a look mm-hmm. into it. We'll we'll see. We will see. Also, the TFSPN boards are up again, but the look is completely different, and it's on. For now, stay, stay politically correct. You can do forums. it. <laughs> you can do it. So I I don't know if we will stay there, uh, depending if they they uh, they change it because now they as they are associated with like the podcasting entertainment network and the sci-fi podcast network isn't that, but the forum is on pen.com the the podcast entertainment network. So we are on the uh, that site forums, and it's black and gray and yellow, and you know the uh, the forum as uh, you can check it uh, as usual as a conversation. So uh, the usual way, and you get the the ladder way, the the stairs. Yeah. You know, it's I hate that, uh, and uh, of course. Uh, all our fans that have had registered the database didn't uh, they was erased. So everybody needs to be uh, to go register again. All our uh, threads are deleted and everything. So we'll see what happens, and uh, we might go back to the Galactic Senator or whatnot. We'll we will see. Also, I can just mention that uh, T-Bone has come up with the blogwars.com. I think it's a cool idea. Uh, you can see the uh, follow the minds that are behind Star Wars with this.com. Uh, so Nathan and the moderator of the Galactic Senate and uh, all the the people making uh, 
Newsbyte, uh, like uh, Sabrina and every everybody that has a site on Star Wars with Tizzy.com can post there, so you can follow there. It's not necessarily it's it's not about Star Wars from what I've seen, so it's usual comments from everyday life. So if you want to see what what they think about uh, during the day or whatever, go see that. I think I already know. So, okay, but I cannot mention it on this show. Because we want to, re- we we still want to remain PG thirteen. Okay. It has nothing to do with sexual innuendo whatsoever. Okay. So anyhow, we're going to move on into the more personal stuff and listeners' feedback. Yes. All right. Well, I want to start by saying that uh, Andy, a uh, jolly fellow from uh, from UK, wanted us to say hi to his sister Chloe. Okay. Uh, Chloe, how do you? Hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hello. So there you go. Now that we fulfilled that first, I am the also. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> he's listening right now. Cool. Uh, we're gonna go over some of the few little emails that we received. Uh, Brian sent us an email about the uh, white current references that we mentioned in episode fifty-one. Uh, the source that we noticed in the white current and the Falanasi appeared in was wrong. Uh, they actually appeared in the Blackfleet Crisis Trilogy, which is Before the Storm, Shield of Lies, mm-hmm. and Tyrant's Nest. At the Tyrant's Test. Yeah. That's my fault. <laughs> I'm not that, that much of an expert, as you see. See, I totally forgot my ban armor today, and I, I should have, like... Oh, you're, you're a big, you big man. Yeah, okay. I should have banged you on the head with it. It would have gone, like, quick! <laughs> Something like that. So Marcus also sent us uh, that we had a great show on uh, on Tuesday la- last Tuesday, but he had just been able to listen on podcast, and he was unable since he wasn't able to tune in, tune in la- live. Uh, simple question he had: He's wondering uh, about the Revenge of the Sith figures. How come there there are different variations for different figures? For example, the Clone Commander comes in red and green, and the Clone Trooper comes in white and red. I don't know. See, that would be something I would have to answer. Yes, and I would have to say that simply that that's it's basically probably different figures, different commander, different I ranks. Do, I do believe it's actually different ranks. I do believe it's actually different uh, numbers of um, of figures. Is it different commanders from different I Clone so. War battles? I do believe so. And the ends they're different figures and not variations per se. Mm. Uh, they may be variations. I'm not that much into collecting those particular items to tell you for sure, but it will be my pleasure to take a deeper look into it. And if our listeners know the answer, just send it to us and we'll mention it on the next show. That's right. All right. Uh, Danny, you're like way in depth into the, all this, so I'm gonna let you go into the old Sony online entertainment thing. No, before you 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 missed Ralph Onara. I missed Ralph. Yes. Where's Ralph? The third. Celebrating fifty-one. Is that it? Woo! Look at that. The tactics guy. Oh yeah. Okay. So. You guys are rocking. Uh, basically, he gives us a lot of things. Uh, he's telling us why he likes so much the uh, a tactics game. Uh, it's the same reason for which we hate it so much. Uh, he's grown fun of the animated-looking figures that came as a result of the Clone Wars, and because of that, he liked the way these miniatures look. 
yes, it's a simple game, but he remembers the day where he had to shoot the, to shoot his G.I. Joes while pretending they were Star Wars figures because he didn't want to break them with his BB gun. <laughs> Ouch. G.I. Joes. Real American hero. Because there was no safer way of shooting your action figures, you know. <laughs> so, now, he cannot do that with, with the tactics. But we could. And we'd probably enjoy it as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> You've done it, haven't you? <laughs> you know, it's trapping a fireworks around the figure. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Danny the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um... He lives. He's he's in Miami, or as he call it, Tatooine. So, just say hi to Horatio Kane for me. Here we go. And uh, if you get uh, questions or anything, comments, send us send it to studio at swendirect.com. That's right. People in the chat. Oh, we have Bloodcat, Dark Jedi, Cassar, Freezer, Jedi Jane. And Mustang 97M and Tiger Claw. There you go. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Welcome to the miscellaneous news for this week, August 23rd, 2005. We have a report from our very own Ikasra in the chat, and it is about this week about Star Wars Galaxies. And I'm just going to read the report mm-hmm. he has sent to us. For the second time in four months, Star Wars Galaxies imploded into mass riots and large protests after a feature was added in game to improve gameplay. On Tuesday, Patch 22 was released to the community of Star Wars Galaxies. This feature made leveling your character much more harder than it already is by making groups members share experience. This made leveling regular professions take about two months for a hardcore player to finish and Jedi about two years to get a full template. Imagine, man. Two months for a hardcore gamer? Man. That's disgusting. But in a matter of hours, the form... The forums, the in-game customer service chat, and different communities implode to the spam of angry players. It is reported that 50% of players canceled their accounts before Thursday. Ouch. 50% out of what, like, is it, what are they, 10,000 playing now? I don't know. We'll say, that's that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, dropping their account. Here's a report by Games GameSpot, the main video game site who almost never delivers on MMOs. I'll put the link in the chat. Put that up. Boop. You can check that out. Next, uh, on on midday, midday Wednesday, main community developer Tiggs issued his announcement. In short, she said that it is not a bug and it is, w- it is working as intended. So the patch, they, they said that it wasn't working properly, but it actually... That's what it they wanted to it, do. That, that's what they wanted to do. Account uh, subscription declined. Even more players were, shan- were shouting and spamming things like Star Wars Galaxies and Empire nerfed. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Galaxies never die as virgins. Sony Online screwed us all, etc., <laughs> etc. Et uh, Thursday came the forum post on the subject. was about 300 pages long, about 8,000 posts of complaints. 8,000? 
Damn. Well, in, spe- in, in special comments that were made by those particular people were like, oh, so that's what it is to lose its virginity. <laughs> Very nice, Sebastian. Always classy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. At about 5 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Times, Tiggs issued this statement. Group experience changes. Group experience calculations have just been reverted to a pre-published 22 on all servers. This is not required downtimes. However, some players may need to log out to see some to see the changes effect. This uh, means that there are things are going back to normal. Uh, we had one. In short, it is very simple. Complain and spamming com- companies works. Uh, so that's the star, w- the uh, story of Star Wars Galaxies. Mm-hmm. If you go back, uh, he answered us in the mail and he told that there was apologies by the uh, main the project manager or something. If you go, uh, I think Sebastian has that because I don't have. Uh, yeah, the latest one. The he, email he replied. Op- yes. Uh, okay, this one. Dead air. It's just that he said uh, he said that Julio Torres, uh, the producer and boss of Star Wars Galaxies, actually made an apology to the community about his mistake. Uh, he didn't actually cut and paste it, so okay. I guess it's somewhere in the forums. Okay. So go check that out. Go dig us out that uh, apology so we can talk Read about it. Read it online. Exactly. And now. Um, I'm going to keep the rest of my miscellaneous news for when we get into the main subject. Okay, good idea. What? The what? Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Welcome to the Collecting News for this August 23, 2005. Well, our friends over at Galactic Hunter reported a lot of news in the past few days, and uh, I'm uh, quickly going to link everybody over to the private the private universe uh which has really nice pictures of the ROTS I'm not in the right page ROTS uh DVD bundles uh figures that basically those figures will be coming out with the DVD in the UK in uh, November and probably Walmart won't get it this time around but we will somehow I'm sure we'll get our hands on it. So these three packs are actually Anakin Skywalker, Mace Windu, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. You have also Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, and Count Dooku. And you have a set of three clone troopers, which seem to be sort of group dancing in the package, but you're not too certain about it. (laughs) It's really funky. There's like two of them are actually looking at the outside of the package with their guns raised and there's one in the middle kneed, kneeled with his gun in his hand going like we're going to get you or something it's, Ew. it's funky what? it's it's really funky isn't it ooh that's kind of homoerotic homoerotic <laughs> okay alright Ecosra actually has sent us the uh, the link so I'll mention it again in the community update later mm-hmm. um I want to go then over to uh, StarWarsShop.com where you'll be able to actually order the Kotobukiya Shock Trooper 
Uh, of course, it's a U.S. exclusive at StarWarsShop.com because it's a Japanese action figure. But I'm sure some of you will be able to order it from other places than StarWarsShop.com. Need I say more? Four-letter words? eBay? Yeah, and other places that are really good to their customers. Okay. So, the Vader helmet will also be coming soon. They're the ones from Master Replica, that is. Uh, they, they were announced last year, and uh, here's the basic details of this, this helmet. Uh, the helmet separates into three components, exactly like the original. Full inter- interior with correct leather lining, suede covering, padding, and all straps slash connectors. It's correctly t- tinted, optically clear lenses. Uh, accurate metal mesh pattern in the mouth, grill, and lenses. It's an accurate 1-1 scale size. Oh, that's gonna hurt a lot of people. It's a fully wearable with adjustable strapping. Uh, that's gonna hurt even more people. <laughs> Is it a full suit or...? It's just a helmet. And it's a beautiful, super high-gloss monochromatic black finish. Machined metal tusk. And it comes with complete display stand and numbered plaque. Did you mention suede? Yes, I mentioned suede. Suede. Inside. Okay. So You know, for those of us who like to shave, (laughs) it's not going to damage our skin. (laughs) And, of course, the uh, Darth Vader Studios Calumet will be offered in three editions, because only one wouldn't be cool enough for Master Replica. The regular LE, uh, which is going to be $800.99, the edition size is actually to be determined. The limited edition signature edition by Hayden Christensen a retailer exclusive with an edition size of 500 is $1,049 and the limited edition dual signature edition uh, with Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones which is also an edition size of $500 uh, 500 numbered is actually going to be $1,500 then I'm, glad, <laughs> then I'm glad that I'm not a collector. Well, books doesn't that doesn't count. Yes, it does. No, you really just don't want to say it, but it does. No, accept it. E- everybody can. You're you're a collector. No, you are. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I will resist the. Fury. I'm not a collector. <laughs> 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 Just check the webcam, people. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Bam. (laughs) That's what I call a burn. (laughs) All right, you're gonna get a. You're gonna have to get that sound effect, you know. Okay. (sighs) Burn. Okay. All right. Uh, Lego is actually releasing a new Slave One for in 2006, and it comes with four little Lego figures: IG88, Vanguard, Bespin Guard, and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? 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 <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there was a moment there, like, what the? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, you can all see these wonderful new items over at www.starwarsshop.com. You know, it's funny because the other day at work, one of my buddies, Mike, he was kind of he was screwing around, and I was at the cash, and he starts spouting off Empire Strikes Back, right where Darth Vader is tempting Luke. And right on key, I'm start correcting him. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. 
You loved it, didn't you? I loved it. Every moment of it. He turned around and he was like, I thought you'd get it. Yeah, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Who else would have done that? Of course. All right. Well, Sideshow Collectibles made Brian mad this week. And that's all for the collecting news. (laughs) Hey, something something, uh, Jedi Jane mentioned. You know what? My brother was driving me home from church and I saw... uh, Part of a Vader helmet on the freeway. <laughs> That's. Weird. I wish I had the camera. <laughs> you know what it? You know what it was? It was probably as Darth Vader voice changer. Uh, probably. People got sick of hearing Darth Vader <laughs> talking, yeah. and one of the brothers and sisters just th- chucked it out the window. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they, that's what they just like. They just shoved it out. Yeah. All right. Well, the collectors. Okay. I thought you were. Right. No, we're not there okay. yet. Okay. We're not okay. there. Yet. I got to still rant. Yeah, okay. he's got a rant. I just like I, w- I was gonna stop him. Okay. But it didn't work. Well, the collector's choice poll from uh, Sideshow Collectible has actually began, and ladies and gentlemen. You uh, th- they made Brian mad and they made me mad, but for two different reasons. Here are the choice that uh, Sideshow will be publishing. You have Kirkanos, Grand Admiral Tron, Mary Jade, Panme in her Arctic suit from the Clone Wars, Asajj Ventress, and Quinlan Voss. Now I think it's outrageous to find both Kirkanos and Quinlan Voss in the same poll. I think it's totally outrageous. Okay, you ready for mine? And Brian? I'm fucking pissed because they didn't put Jaina. I wanted Jaina in there. I'm tired of those characters. Karen Kynos can go frick himself. Uh, Thrawn, we've already seen a figure. Uh, uh, Marriage Jade as well. The Padme Arctic suit, we already have. Uh, Asajj Mantris, we already have as a figure. Uh, Quinlan Vos, I'm pretty sure we already have as a figure. Nothing new. Uh, <laughs> we've never... Ha- Quillen, Vos, and Karakanos may be new figures, but I want something new. Jaina Solo would be like the first of the Solo kids. That'd be cool. Solo. The Solo kids. The first of the Solo kid. The first of the second, the the next generation of the Skywalker clan. Now, do you think they're going to start start pulling out like variations on these, like Anakin Young, Anakin Baby? I hope not. Anakin Yuzen Vong or something. Anakin never goes to Yuzong Vong. No, uh, it's Anakin, like, NGO. Anakin Jedi Knights. Maybe. Okay, Yuzong Vong Jedi, Anakin, and uh, Anakin uh, Jedi would be the exact same thing. He dies in the war. (laughs) I know. Not like young Jedi Knights, like, when he's still, like, four. A toddler. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Are we gonna have? A, are we gonna have a nine-year-old Anakin? I think that's as, that's as young as we're gonna get. Nine-year-old Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. We don't need a, like a four-year-old Anakin Solo. Okay. <laughs> Why not? It'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, Won't sell. Do you think we're gonna see like a, a Leia pregnant or something? By Hasbro. Okay. I just want to do Jaina. Okay. A Jaina Solo, an adjacent Solo. No, that would nice. be so cool. Or, or like no, pregnant nor. action Leia. You push what on like her belly and oh, the baby's that's gross, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Thanks, studio live studio. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm not working at Asbro's figure making division. <laughs> All right. Well, may be sure to go vote. I'm going to post the link in the chat. And uh, have you voted yet, Sebastian? No, I haven't voted yet. I voted. I voted I for Thrawn. And that's what I was See? about to mention. You just voted for the most obvious character. Everybody's going to vote for him. And that pisses me off. Because he's the one that's going to be... Yeah, he's a great character. Basically. 
He's a great character, period. Yeah, I want to get my throne and I want to put him on my desk and watch the thing next to my unleashed figures. And you're he's gonna a go cool one. And you're going to go one day. I'll look at Picasso and I'll understand the whole country. <laughs> where he came exactly. From. Yeah. Now, I think Kurt Canis uh, from Crimson Empire is not that known exactly. compared to Tron. So it, it's, it's a great looking character. It's either going to be Thrawn or Marajit. Yeah. Maybe That's Padme, sure. but I don't think no. Padme will get it. Because they already have a really, really cool gentle giant. And people still going to Star Wars website are expanded universe fans now because those who watch the movie don't care anymore <laughs> who uh, saw the movie they most of the people th th here's a good question those people who actually watch the movie and find the movie to be canon will they actually believe the TV show is going to be canon things that's, that's the next subject on Star Wars on Direct maybe not next week but they it's a future subject they, they future may subject. believe it is but it won't look let's keep this yeah, all this okay. perfectly good discussion <laughs> for later <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> just write it down just write it down it. <laughs> even though yeah. it's totally I'm recording I'm gonna do so my, <laughs> my uh, <laughs> do your news yeah StarWarsFanWorks.com the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. And here are the... Fan audio news, StarWars.com members only hyperspace. Audio cast series has continued uh, this week, last week, uh, with the 10th release featuring a second recording from the Magic of the Myth audio tour. So it's about 20, min 20 minutes. Uh, one of the members of the Galactic Senate message board is creating a Mist audio drama, Mist from the game Mist. Oh, very cool. Uh, Eric Alps is in the planning stage on a mist-based audio drama entitled The Book of Atrus. The script is nearly done and he is now starting to cast parts for the project. So go check the fanwork message board. Also the Other Voices project. Uh, it's going to be uh, the last episode which should have been six uh, segments long. Uh, will be cut down to size uh, basically uh, participation uh, and late uh, and by re receiving a segment uh, too late and uh, make uh, the fact that uh, the show will not continue but the the second episode will air still to s since there are still people just to respect what they did they will air it anyway so go, uh, other voices should uh, come out uh, very soon also uh, two new uh, Roni's own radio episodes have been recorded the first is Finding God in Star Wars and other stuff this one will be a multi-part show because we find God biblical themes the devil and demonic themes in many films including the Star Wars saga We also examine our view on Hollywood's religion bashing in films, Christian film and TV entertainment pros and cons, and what Christian entertainment needs to do to stay current and relevant in today's TV and film environment. 
for my part, when religion is implicated in those kind of things, it doesn't really interest me. Well, I want even s- if it's Star Wars. I, I just have to say two things because I think they're so good subjects to go together. First of all, uh, the 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 whole finding gods and demonic presence in Star Wars and all that. I mean, I see Darth Maul and I I think bunnies. <laughs> Me too. I think of fluffy bunnies <laughs> jumping around, <laughs> and 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 they're 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 like you know making eggs come mm-hmm. out. Right and the and second and, and the other thing, uh, what does the Catholic Church has to do to stay current? And I was like, I'd see the preach up there going like, and just like John McClane unleashed his fury, Jesus Christ went over the marketplace and destroyed everything. W- would you see something like that, Noah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would. And, and you know, just like take a rifle in his hand and shoot at everybody in the in the crowd or something. And the second one is uh, unplanned unplanned preg- pregnancies, choice, and voices. <laughs> so uh, and also this Friday. Don't yeah. go go that. Ju- <laughs> what? <laughs> just okay. keep on your news. Keep on okay. doing your this news. This Friday is Jeff Rooney's birthday. So happy birthday, Jeff! Happy birthday, Jeff! And it's the second anniversary of Tatooine TV also on the same day. Alright, cool. Uh, That's it. Yeah, I'm going to make my news and then we're going to go into that. Just answer into what? Okay. I've just lost all my hype. <laughs> How long is the intro? How long is the intro? Twenty-one seconds. Twenty-one in twenty-one seconds, you guys killed my hype. Dude, we can't do. Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. I know. All right. Well, I'm gonna put my headset back correctly now. I'm sorry, people, for the noise. I just want to say that uh, the sideshow thing—you got to be very careful because you have to make sure that your vote is confirmed. Or otherwise it won't be counted so That means You cannot unleash bots At the vote At, at the poll on Sideshow website yes, you can Shut up <laughs> You're, like, You're gonna unleash bots aren't you No I'm not Terkanus will win <laughs> <laughs> Alright well for this community update For August 23rd 2005 uh, The Chicago Fan Forest August uh, book club meeting Will be taking place at 1pm this Saturday, August 20th, 27th, uh, the Aaron Venture Book Club will discuss a new Jedi Order, Agent of Chaos 1, Hero's Trial by James Lucino. Uh, join us as we talk about this book in which Han Solo pursue an old comrade who may have joined up with the Yuuzhan Vong in their invasion of the New Republic. The group will meet at Borders at 150 North Street. Uh, North State Street on the third floor. Uh, they will be then proceed to lunch at approximately 3 p.m. at a restaurant decided at the meeting. If you've got any question, you can send an email to philip.salomon at worldnet.att.net. Uh, he's the uh, city moderator of Moz Island Radio. For more information, you can visit www.chicagoforce.org or their fanforce forums over to boards.theforce.net. I'm going to come back with this later. Detroit Fan Force and the 501st Legion will be having a softball game slash family picnic uh, this coming Saturday and is going to be... They have their shady spot reserved all day at the softball field for three hours and they're going to start the game at 3 p.m. with softballs and they're going to... 
they're actually going to start the event at 3 p.m. and the softball starting at 5. It's at the Rotary Park in Livonia on the 6 Mile Road, detailed directions to come. For more information, I highly suggest you go visit the Detroit's Fan Force boards. A very funny news happened this week, and you can you can read more at gazetextra.com. I'm actually ju- just going to put the link in the uh, in the chat room. But a stormtrooper was arrested. What? No, no, no. He wasn't arrested. Okay, wait. A stormtrooper was taken in custody in custody for a brief period of time uh, because he was wearing his costume at the JVL Con last weekend in Janesville, Wisconsin, and someone decided that the guy dressed in white plastic was trying to rub the armada in the ramada in because he had a plaster plastic plaster. Come on! Well, some people don't Do you know want to see the picture. Wars. It's pretty funny. If you if you want to see the picture, you can go to uh, the the chat room. <laughs> okay, you put it up in the chat yeah, room. Yeah, it's 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 okay. in the chat room. Strangepolice.com. It's 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 hilarious. It's pretty funny. Like the police officer is beating the stormtrooper with his own gun. Damn. I, I would interpret it as give me that gun, you fool. <laughs> you goon. Question is the, the question I, I have to ask the officer is did you try and seat the guy in the back seat? Because you just can't sit down. Stormtrooper, you can. It's like sit down, but I can't. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, I'm gonna go on with the Fan Force Canada charity breakfast that will be happening on Sunday morning, August 28th, at the Intercontinental Toronto Centre. This is the last night to register, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to participate in this wonderful event at a cost of forty dollars, with hopefully many great guests to come. Uh, you can go to the fanforce.net Toronto boards and you'll see the thread where to register. It's very easy. Places are very limited, so don't miss your chance. How many seats do you have? Uh, we've got only 30 seats. That's not a lot, people. That's really not a lot. Because uh, what last year at the Fanforce dinner at SFX, what we were about? We were we were about like 40 or something. 30, or a little over 30 people. Yeah, so. so you want it, you better get it. That's right. And I promise you, I, I, I promise. Pr- promise you that it's going to be a really fun breakfast. And Amy Pronovo, who's one of the sketch card artists for Revenge of the Sith, has agreed to come to the breakfast. And there's going to be raffle prizes. And there's going to be a souvenir that will be given to everyone. Very Ooh. cool. So there you go. Yeah. So... And Bloodcat just voted for Kirkanus. Bastard. Thank you, Bloodcat. I just voted for Kirkanus myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> On my IP. So you can vote again at all? Okay, tell me what you want to vote for. Oh, no, vote. I can vote again. <laughs> I want a different IP than Sebastian. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I must get my Wi-Fi card now. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a vote war. Rebel scum has entered the chat. Welcome, Rebels. Come. Uh, do you think that's Philip Wise? <laughs> if so, welcome, Philip. <laughs> All right. What are you doing here? <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> you can decide to become yeah. like, social for once. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, the uh, the fa- famous apology that we were talking about. Uh, it's it was presented by Julio Torres, the producer of Star Wars Galaxies, on behalf of LucasArts. 
and by Todd Filia, Director of Development in Austin Studio by Sony Online Entertainment. Are you done playing with the volume? <laughs> no, because somebody uh, mentioned it was Riven, tell us it was too high. Okay. I cannot go too much far back in That's the volume. That's okay. Here. So here it is. Dear Star Wars Galaxies players, on behalf of the entire LucasArts and Sony Online Entertainment Star Wars Galaxies team, we wanted to take this opportunity to apologize for a recent change we made regarding group experience, between parentheses, XP, rates. With Publish 22, we attempted to fix an unintended gameplay mechanic that we introduced with the Combat Upgrade earlier this year. Specifically, we wanted to correct a large divergence between the rate at which experience XP could be earned in a solo setting versus a group setting. After this change hit live, we were presented with a mountain of feedback describing how this change had a major negative impact on your enjoyment of the game. We want to let you know that we hear, y we hear you and we value your feedback. We were right, you, you were right, we made a mistake on this one and we, reserve, and we reversed out the change because of that feedback. We continue to learn from experience and pledge to improve our process from, for bringing your timely updates to Star Wars Galaxies. Thank you for under, your understanding and we look forward to seeing you in the game. Sincerely, Julio Torres, producer of Star Wars Galaxies at LucasArts, Todd Fiala, director of development, Austin Studios, Sony Online Entertainment. Now, will those who uh, cancel their account will come back? That's another thing. You know what I hope? I hope these people are brilliant enough to actually send an email to everyone who canceled his account and mention the fact that they reverted back and that they have six months free of Star Wars Galaxy like or that, something right? like that. Yeah. You know what? It's what we call a fuck up. It happens. You deal with it. It's also That's called all. good customer relations. Yeah. Yes. They, they didn't have a choice, man. So, so for, <laughs> for the fandom, should the we say should we say apologies accepted? Yes, yes. Okay. But this could have been uh, a game crasher. Totally, the life of the game was depending on that. Probably so. That's right. They didn't have a choice to. Okay, so guys, don't do it again. But apologies accepted. <laughs> And this concludes this wonderful community update. Cool. So we have uh, next. Stormtrooper Bob number nine. Yes, I ain't going down there. <laughs> oh yes, you are. <laughs> Hi, this is Darion Blade from www.jeditalk.com. Be sure to join us for our show every Sunday night live, where you can listen to the latest Stormtrooper Bob. Join us for our trivia contest. Listen to live interviews with authors like Michael Stagpole or Kevin J. Anderson. Also, a full two hours of Star Wars talk every week. So, remember, dark side or light, join us Sunday night. Stormtrooper Bob, Episode 9, I Ain't Going Down There. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Millennium Falcon came out of hyperspace into the rubble field that was once known as Alderaan. Soon after, the Millennium Falcon was caught in a tractor beam. As we join Bob and his squad, they are waiting for the Millennium Falcon to land in the hangar bay of the Death Star. No, really, I did get that lady's number. Look, her, her name is Mon... Mothma, oh. yeah. Oh, shut up, Lewis. No one believes that you actually got that nice-looking woman's 
number, okay? No, really. She invited me to go to this, like, secret hideaway next week. I, I think it's called, like, Yuvin or Ye- Yevin, something like that, but it's going to be funny. Shut up, Lewis. No one wants to hear about you and your imaginary love life, okay? Now, where is that stupid droid? I see you two. Get over here. Sir, I'm right next to you. Uh, good. Now, what is our mission here? When the ship lands, we are to search it. <sighs> Thank you, I see you too. For what, sir? For describing our mission. Mission? What mission, sir? N- never mind, never mind. I-, I see you two just shut up. How are we supposed to get into that ship? Well, that's a good question there, Francis. Uh, wh- you know what? I'll call the captain. Uh, oh, good idea. Yeah. Uh, Captain? Captain digging my grave here. Yeah. Um, we're having some problems getting into this, uh, uh, spaceship thing down here. Uh, how, how are we supposed to get into this thing? It's all locked up. Use the demolitions expert. Oh, okay. Uh, Captain, who is our demolitions expert? You don't have one assigned to you? Uh, I'll come on right down to you. Uh, thank you, sir. He He says there's one coming down, guys. Hold on. Bob and his squad wait for their new squad member. Five minutes later... Oh, he should is taking his time! Oh, that's him now. How do you know, Bob? Well, the black blast marks on his armor, mainly. Sergeant Bob, sir. Bartholomew B. Brownsworth here. But most call me Twitch. Reporting, sir. It is an honor to be in your squad. Well, hello, Twitch. Um, you know, we need some help getting into that ship there. Uh, can you help us out? Yes, sir. Be open. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, uh, Twitch? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, you just blew open the hangar door. Um, we wanted the the ship's door open, actually. Hmm, sorry? Uh, Francis, what are you doing now by that ship? Oh, I just saw this button. Oh, don't push the button. Don't ever push no buttons. Oh, well, okay. That's okay. It's open. Okay, we'll let this one slide, but don't push no more buttons. Last time we did that, a planet blew up. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and go in there and, and uh, search around and, and, and see who's on there. Bob and his squad board the Millennium Falcon and start their search. They move through the entire ship, and when they reach the Falcon's lounge... Hey... They must have used one of them uh, escape pod things before they were dragged in here. Sir? Yes, I see you too. The plates we're standing on could easily be smuggling compartments. <laughs> That's really funny there. Uh, you come up with some crazy notions there, droid. Now, come on, squad, let's go and report that we didn't find anything. <laughs> Imagine smuggling compartments on a highly modified Karelian freighter. <laughs> what will that droid think up next? After reporting that there was nothing to be found on the Millennium Falcon, Bob and his squad are told to come and rest up. Twenty minutes later, they get called to cell block 1138. We join them as they're running to the cell. Hehe, <laughs> 1138. That kind of reminds me of a movie I saw once, eh? Bob, we need your squad to get in there. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we're working on that, Captain. Uh, all right, we got to get in there. I can blow the door up, sir. 
Um, yeah, yeah, Tweak, we could have easier to blow the door up, but uh, we could also just... Uh, Troop 2 reporting to assist. Ah, well, hello. Um, all right, why, why don't you guys go take the front and we'll watch your backs. Good idea, sir. Head in, Troop 2. All right. Moving. Lewis, what are you doing? Um, oh, oh, this guy, yeah, he he owes me 50 credits. I was just collecting, eh? Lewis, you're rattling pockets again, okay? And I still have no idea where these pockets are on our armor, okay? Now, come on. I can't believe they got the whole troop. If it wasn't for you guys, they would have gotten away. They went down the garbage chute. Uh, tw Twitch, throw a thermal detonator down there. Yes, sir. No, the other one. Uh, he's dead. What did he say? I don't know. Uh, well, we got them rebel scum. Let's head back to the hangar. Bob and his squad start walking to the hangar. However, before they get there, they meet a man running towards them. Oh my god, it's a single man with a pistol! Run for your lives! Oh no, we're at a dead end, eh? Oh, my legs are getting numb. Oh, I can't feel me knees. I think I'm getting lightheaded. I can't keep this up. Luckily, Stormtrooper Bob and his squad run into a garrison of stormtroopers, and the madman turns around. After their brush with death, they head to the hangar bay. But they find another group of stormtroopers by a door. I can't get this door open. Stand back, troop. Okay, I'll get it open. Where? Who are you shooting? Those two across the pit. Oh, oh, I don't believe it. That woman with the two Danishes strapped to the sides of her head has shot me in the foot. Oh, oh crap. They got away. Let's get to the hangar bay. Lewis, help Angus. No way, I don't have a repulsor sled. Bob and his squad run into the hangar bay and get behind crates and wait for the prison breakers to come in. Sir, here they come. Oh, me wee tootsie. Wait, wait, no! Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Okay, get him. Oh, man, they already took off, eh? Uh-oh, here comes Captain Diggamagrave. We're all toast for sure this time. Ah, Bob. Excellent job. You and your squad have made it look at like it'd be very hard for them to escape. You did remember to plant the homing device, didn't you? Excellent job, as always. Uh, okay, well, thank you, sir. Phew. Hey, who in the heck planted that uh, homing device? I did, sir, as described by our mission. What was our mission, I see you two? Our mission was to plant the homing device on the ship. Make it appear that it was difficult for the rebels to escape, sir. I'm going to kill him. That's it. He's finished this time. Will Bob dismantle ICU-2? Will Lewis go to Yavin for his date with Mon Mothma? Will Angus ever heal his foot? 
Find out next week on another exciting episode of <gasps> Stormtrooper. Where is my echo? Turn. Thank you. Stormtrooper Bob. This episode of Stormtrooper Bob has been brought to you by Acme Smuggling Compartments. When you absolutely positively have to get it there on time. Available at fine retailers everywhere. OIC financing available. Joint proof not included. Not available in Canada. Oh, dang it, eh? Stormtrooper Bob this week was brought to you by www.jedipop.com. The voice of Stormtrooper Bob was played by Eugene Cash. The voice of Lewis, Twitch, and Francis were played by Mark Henderson. The voice of Angus was played by Ian McCormick. The voice of Captain Digging My Grave and Imperial Stormtroopers was played by Steve Rasmussen. Please join us again next week for an exciting episode of Stormtrooper Bob. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, nice one. Roger, roger. All Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Shane Felix, director of Star Wars Revelations, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And tonight's main subject, ladies and gentlemen, is basically... Yes, yes, it is. Miniatures Universe Huge. So, Brian... Yes? ...is being hailed by all the ladies in the crowd... And he's going to be the one uh, who's going to be uh, basically having fun telling all you guys about all this while I'm trying to focus on Dark Maul. <laughs> yes. Well, the new huge set came out, and the basic premise of it is that inside of every booster there is one huge figure. So every time that you. Oh, buy huge is huge. Huge is, um, I think the smallest is... It's like, like it's uh, three by three squares? Yeah, it's three by three squares. So that's okay. It's three inches by three inches. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one is the Rancor. It's like six or seven inches high. I don't have that one, unfortunately. Higher than the ATST? It's taller than the ATST. Damn. So it's not to scale? Yes, it is to scale. I thought the Rancor w- was smaller than no. the ATST. You know what? Actually, the, the the Rancor would be smaller than the ATST, but the thing is, it was caged and cramped and all that, so that's probably yeah. why you have that picture in your head. But I can understand why you're thinking that. Yeah. Anyway. And we have, we've got 60 new figures. They have even introduced 
two new factions. So we've got a new factions. We've got the New Republic and the Yuzong Vong. And we've also got the usual... We've got the Republic, we've got the Separatists, we have a huge fringe assortment. It's probably the biggest Why? in the set. Because fringe. they didn't, didn't know where to put it? or No, no, just because there's a lot of uh, Black Sun that hadn't been covered okay. yet. And there's like a whole, there's like three or four figures that are from the Black Sun, but they fall into fringe. Okay. You could actually make a Black Sun category, category out of the fringe, but they fall into fringe anyway because they're fringe characters. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Imperial, who have a very nice assortment in this. I think they're... they're Tron's um, probably there, yeah? Yeah. They, they're the strongest in this set, I think, of figures. Okay. Um, then you've got the Rebels, got a new Chewbacca, a new Han Solo, Lu- Leia, and Luke, and we're going to get into classics, it. The classics, yeah. The classics, because when we learned at Celebration 3, Lucasfilm likes to keep their uh, movie characters inside of their sets, you know, so we don't lose, you know, core gamers, I guess, people that recognize the movies. They're core fans. Yes. Not and, uh, just gamers. Yeah. But uh, got New Republic and Yu Zongvong, so two new factions. I think they should be backwards comparable. Like you can put New Republic with Rebel, mm-hmm. but question: Just like, do you think this series will have a, a difficult time to sell because of the expanded universe characters, or um, will sell less because of that? I don't know. I think that if if you really like the game, you can just survive on what's here because there's really good stuff in this. You know, it's the, I think the, one of the problems is that there's no bo- there's no starter mm-hmm. set. With it, it's the first one without a Star Wars set, mm-hmm. and the pro- why it'll be hard is that there's no other. We're not getting another set. T- we're not getting more minis, wh- which could be considered a starter until January. Oh yeah, you didn't mention the uh, yes, the and news. Well, I uh, think I'll talk about that now. Yeah. Is that uh, in January we're getting what's called a uh, the Attack on Endor set, which will have will be packed Star Wars minis, two double-sided battle maps. Cool. And a repositioned ATST. Nice. So that would kind of like a starter set. Probably walking or something, yeah. Yeah, slightly more cramped, yeah. Wh- which will have 53 Ewoks <laughs> attached yeah. to it. You know? <laughs> I think there are Ewoks also coming in the set. Okay. In the collapsible ATST. <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw little lugs at it and it just squashes. That'd be funny. Uh, also, it should be in foam or something, we could squash it then. Also in April. We get uh, a new expansion, which is Champions of the Force, That's and it's cool. going to be the most l- lightsabers in a set yet. So we might have Jason, Jaina in, in there? And Probably, but we've got... Uh, I look at it, I look at the list that I have, a few characters that are in the set, it's and I have five or Sith. Knight of the Old Republic. Darth Bane, Darth Malak, Darth Nihilus, Exar Khan, and Darth Maul, shirtless, and Corn Horn. Cool. Darth Maul and without a shirt. Darth Maul without a shirt. So our oh, I thought Pierre it was all those guys you named that were shirtless. No. <laughs> uh, th- our friend Pierre will be very happy to hear another Darth Maul. Yeah. Also, um, there will be probably not a Jar Jar figure. Oh. Unfortunately. And then will be an Ugnaught dem- Demolitionist that was going com- to be coming out. There's talk of it. And there's also um, that, that the Ultimate Missions books will no longer be uh, published anymore. Oh. It might be under the same name, but not in the same format. Okay. I wonder what special ability could Jar Jar has. Annoyingness? Draw fire. <laughs> Draw fire, yeah. Uh, yeah. Draw fire. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how I just come out with that, huh? 
Anyway, we've got a lot of very interesting figures that have come out in the new universe huge. We've got some more stormtroopers, and uh, I think I'm just going to run down. The list and submission will Well, yeah. not, not quite. Well, I'm going to run down. If you want to check out the list, there you go on the main wizard site, you can mm-hmm. see all the different pictures. What I really want to do is I want to go through the, the uh, like my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, ones that I've, out of my set, I have, I'm missing nine or something. Mm-hmm. The ones that I have found that are just, I think, are cool. going to be very interesting to play with. And the first one, as you can see on the webcam, is uh, Darth Maul on speeder. I played with him, him and the Hailfire Droid, which is the next one I'm going to talk about, against my brother. I Only those two? Those uh, those two and a security battle droid who never even hit. <laughs> it was useless. Okay. Anyway, uh, and it just, Darth Maul just whooped a reek. Just whooped it. <laughs> Like, the Reek, James was uh, trying to use charging fire on the Reek, and it just didn't work. Like, I would just, I just, I just beat him. He's a, he's a beat stick. He's got double attack, deadly attack, which means he'll score a critical on a 19 and a 20. Uh, he's got charging assault, so if he moves before he attacks, he gets a plus 10 to his damage, so that makes him a plus 30. And I, I, mean, I suppose since he's on his speeder, he can move fast on yes, the board? Yes, he's got Accelerate. So he can move 24 squares without attacking. Damn. So he can move across the board very quickly, which makes him great because he's only melee. And then he's got Lightsaber Assault. So if he moves under 12 squares, he uses a Force Point, and he gets to make two attacks. Nice. And he's also got Sith Rage. So say, hmm, I want to, you know... I want to use more for if you can use a force point and finish a charging somebody. attack. So that's like forty damage right there. Damn. He can. He's, I think, one of the most versatile characters, and he's got high stats, and he's highly mobile. He's going to be a figure that you're going to want to that you're going to see a lot of people use. Cool. Moving on to the Hailfire Droid. I just want to mention uh, the webcam. You, you can see it a little bit, but it's like ET, you know, passing in front of the moon. <laughs> so I think Sebastian's gonna have to move the webcam a bit. Yeah, well, I am. I am. I'm actually because, uh, because I'm actually the gonna size, ha- yeah. I'm actually not gonna say much because I'm gonna do a lot of video work yeah. right now. So Brian, just keep on talking. Sebastian, and the so cameraman. Sebastian the Cow. I'm going to give the folks the best image I can. So, another one that I really liked and I used against one of the games I played with my little brother is the Hailfire Droid. I This thing is I huge. It's, <laughs> it's really big. It's and it's Can you get a Stormtrooper uh, just beside it to see the uh, yeah. the format? Yeah, here's a Stormtrooper just so you can see how big it is compared to the other little ones. He actually fits on the base. You can see that uh He's kind of dwarfed. The webcam is too small. <laughs> See, and he is huge. Did it stop? Because I, I no, don't no, no, no. It's, it's 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 normal. So yes, um, it did. Okay. I think with his they he has missiles. Missiles you can just if you, as long as you can see a character on the board, you can target him. And, uh, and the missile y- will find the him. The missile will find him no matter what. So you're you're hitting. And it does 40 damage to that character and everyone adjacent to that character. Damn. So if you've got a group of Jedis, you just send down a missile on one of them, the one that's touching the most. It does 40 damage unless they have a save of 11. 
So you got 50-50 chance of doing 40 damage. Damn. That's great. Uh, it's wield, so it can go 18 spaces and then attack. So it's highly mobile. It has damage reduction. So if you do 20 damage on it, it only takes 10. Okay. Or if you do 10 on it, it does nothing. <laughs> the only thing that's kind of not as good about it is because it's made out of metal, it is rigid. Oh, it's... An, it's so it can't metal? squeeze. Okay. So you can just see on the webcam there how big it is compared to the uh, to the Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. It is a great fig, and I think it's going to be used very much as well. Seeing that, I can imagine now how big the boosters are. <laughs> the boosters are big. I didn't keep any because I had 18 boxes. Okay, because they, they might have uh, some kind of uh, mail offer. I read on the... Yeah, I, I found out about that after, after I threw them all out. Yeah, if you, g- get your, uh, you keep your receipt and have proof of purchase uh, of those boxes, they might... Uh, have a special figs if you uh, send those uh <laughs> anyway um, moving, moving on, on. Moving on. it's just not as funny to make like little videos there you go <laughs> 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 moving on to, to the next one which is a uh, the fringe one of the fringe figures and I found uh, very when I heard about it I got very excited because I knew what it was going to do to the game, and I had a feeling that what kind of special abilities it was going to have, and I love it. It's the Vornsk. Now, what's so great about it? Maybe is you can mention uh, when we see it in the when we see, when yeah. we see it, because the others we've covered so far are only mm-hmm. or they're in the movies. Yeah. So the Vornsk is from um, the Angel. The yeah. No, it well, was there before. It, yeah. It, it's in the uh, Zon trilogy. Yeah. And you first meet it on the uh, planet Merker. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, Talon Card's pets. But uh, what what makes them special is that they actually hunt using the Force. So um, the reason they're so great is that they can feel through they feel through the Force. And one of their special abilities is Jedi Hunter, because cool. the second time you hear about these special little creatures, wolves is in the new Jedi Order when the Yuzong Vong have taken over Merker and have discovered that these things can hunt through the Force and they've... They kind of modified they, them they've mutated tra- them. They've yeah. mutated them into Voxen. And the Voxen, they hunt the Jedi. And they have acid and breath and badass. scales and all kinds of horrible things. So, Sebastian, if you turn it just a little bit, you can see that this animal is kind of scary. It has Jedi Hunter Paralysis... If this character hits, target is considered activated for this round. If it has a save, if it doesn't have a save of 11. And it also has plus 10 damage using with poison with a save of 11. And it has stealth. This thing is amazing. For those who don't have the webcam, uh, Sebastian, can you describe the figure? It looks kind of like a wolf. Yeah. A wolf with a... With a uh, scorpion tail? With, a, with like a, a tail with a... Like, sort of like a knife on it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great sculpt. Um, it looks like a rabbit com- coming out of Resident Evil. Yeah, <laughs> it looks pretty scary. <laughs> In right. the NGO, uh, it was scary. I, I want to say for our listeners that are listening to us right now through podcast uh, or, or the archives or archives that now okay yeah that all the pictures we're showing on the webcam right now will be available through Star Wars on Direct website later. Or this you week. can go check them out on Wizards. 
but our yeah. pictures are so much better because I work so hard to make heart to make sure our our fans <laughs> can see the details that went into the, the production of these <laughs> things. We also have uh, the next one. What is the next one, Sebastian? The next one, I do believe, is called the Dreadnought. No, no, no. It's no, actually no. The Dreadnought is a spaceship. Yeah, the you're Dreadnought right. is Sorry. a spaceship. It's this is the X-1 X- Viper, Viper Droid. Droid. These are from the Dark <laughs> Dark Empire books. And it is actually the uh, one of the, it's a very f- it's a fringe uh, droid and it's a great one. Um, it has double attack and it's obviously a huge. Um, it has a mounted weapon and it's unfortunately rigid. But where the good thing comes in is molecular shielding. When hit by an attack from a non-adjacent enemy, this character takes no damage and the attacker takes damage equal to the prevented damage. So that means it bounces back. So you get your damage bounce back onto you if you don't if you don't succeed a save of 11. So pretty much the only way you can avoid this is if you don't have a non if you have uh, adjacent enemies. So you need Jedi basically to bait to beat on this to beat on this big droid. I think Danny's looking up a picture. And it's uh, it's not there. Huh? Okay, well, you guys can go uh, check out the webcam. It's a freaking cool-ass droid. Um, moving on, that's it for Fringe. Uh, I only had a couple of picks. There's a lot of good stuff in Fringe that I haven't mentioned. Uh, Ponda Baba and Dr. Evazan, they're great. The Akle is also very interesting. Uh, and, but the Akle I killed in two shots. I killed it in three shots with uh, an ATST, which happens to be the next figure. That Maybe you can mention about. quickly what again what's the uh, special ability of Doctor Evazan? Oh, he has uh, one of the most interesting ones. I really like his homicidal surgery. <laughs> so he replaces his turn, and he has to touch the character. He deals ten damage to a non-droid character, but if he does it to homicidal surgery on an adjacent ally. He removes 10 damage with a save 11. So you're not sure if you're going to get the 10 damage back or you're going to get a you're going to get healed. So he get he get out his scalpel and uh, you know it, you you may get better, you may get worse. You never know. <laughs> so it's a 50/50 chance. I don't know. He looks very interesting when you put him with Ponda Baba because they both cost one, one point less if they're on the same mm-hmm. team. Okay. Um Next is the ATST, which you can see is uh, probably the most one of the most sought after uh, huges of the set, and uh, with good reason. It's <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, one of the main points, selling points for this is uh, he has forty damage. Forty, ouch! So you roll once, and he's got a high. He's got a pretty high attack at, at plus eight, so you're likely to hit most of the time. He's he's got the damage reduction, the same as the hailfire. He's got double attack, and he's got grenades twenty. So instead of doing the usual ten ten grenade damage, he does uh, twenty big so grenades. So big grenades, uh, and he's got mobile attack, which I used against uh, James. Decided, well, I'm tired of getting beaten, and he put an at clay together, a nexu, and a hailfire. Now my ATST took care of the of the Akle, 
and it took care of the hellfire. Wow. And my my night sister just took care of the Nexu in no time. <laughs> so it was a it was a good whopping. <laughs> and the problem right now, one of the problems is that the uh, a lot of the maps that we already have for the miniatures aren't really made for huges. No. Especially the ones that can't squeeze. So and because the Hellfire Druid can go uh, over the map uh, easy, right? It, it, exactly, but there's not much space to navigate. Okay. Because it has to be three by three, and it's rigid, so it can't squeeze through doors. So it was basically an alley where James and I were shooting around, and it was kind of awkward because we couldn't go very far, <laughs> so it was all head on all the time. You need to have a like a desert map, exactly. But with mobile attack, I could back up and back up and go in, shoot, and then back up. Okay. So it was great with the mobile attack. So I ATSD is definitely um, one of the ones I highly recommend. Uh, next to one is another uh, the Dark Trooper Phase Three, which is from the Dark Forces game. Um, the stats itself aren't aren't amazing, you know. He's kind of like uh, an arc trooper from okay. the Clone Strike series. His stats are very similar. What makes him great is he's a droid, so he's not a, he's immune to critical uh, critical hits, and uh, he has missiles 20. And he's only 25 points. So you've got, you still got the missiles, the missile special abilities. It does 20 damage and 20 damage to everyone adjacent to the character that you're targeting. So it's nothing... To scoff at, because that's that thing is twenty five points. It's only twenty five points. It's not only twenty five points. It's twenty. It's overrated. Okay, it's very powerful, but you still need an army of these in a hundred point game, dude. Dude, to I'm be okay. my next character completes this guy. Okay, Do you're gonna you're gonna understand why he's twenty five points, and he's got 80, 80 hit points, defense seventeen. Attack 10 and damage 20. This is the guy that you want to lay behind my next character. Am I right, Sebastian? Of course you are. And uh, the next is the most, is I think the second most powerful, one of the most powerful things ever. In the minis? In the minis. Uh, save Luke, Jedi Master, who's equal, and uh, the ATST, which is 200 points. Or the ATAT, which okay. is 200 points, which is which coming out in November. Okay. And the ATAT is huge. Darth Vader is strong as the ATAT? No, it's not. No, he's not. But you know what? He's the second strongest, <laughs> I think. So you just ruined the punch here. It's Darth. It's Darth Vader, uh, Jedi Hunter, and he's fucking strong. Pardon my French here, <laughs> but he's got 140 hit points, defense 23. You can you can barely hit this guy. A battle droid has to roll a 20 to hit this guy. <laughs> He's got 16 attack, damage 20. He's got dark armor, so you, he's gonna he reduces the damage with a save of 11 by 10. So chances are the little guys who have 10 damage aren't hitting him. <laughs> and he's got Jedi Hunter, so if you're fighting against Jedi, he gets a plus 4 and a plus 10 to his damage. And he's got triple attack. Damn. Now, I haven't even talked about his force powers. <laughs> and you're already scared shitless about this guy? And he's got force grip, and he's got force renewal. So every turn that he activates, he gets another force point. And he starts off with two. How can you beat him? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> you he's got force. Point. He's got force whirlwind. 
He's got lightsaber blocked, lightsaber deflect, and lightsaber sweep. Force whirlwind. Okay. Force whirlwind. It's two force points. Replaces the attacks. Range is six. Twenty damage to target and each character adjacent to that target. They have to do a save of eleven. Now, he is great, and he's going to be a great powerhouse to put with the Dark Trooper Phase Three. See, twenty-five, seventy-five. Put them together. It's an awesome team. Missiles are shot from the back. You can get people that are hiding. As long as you see it's in the co- in the cover, it's all good. <laughs> I, this team is really great if you want to get high-powered firepower. It's really fun. Well, you want to know what I think? What? I think the next one's going to be even better. Now, um, why would you think that, Sebastian? Because I think because it's good, that the it next one is fucking they awesome. rock. <laughs> know why? Because they're from the expanded universe. <laughs> exactly. And they're from one of my favorite books. One of my a- and favorite, you know favorite what? I'm going to tease the folks over at the f- uh, over that are looking at the webcam right now. Oh, they are. They're going to be so teased because it's such a great sculpt. Oh, you're just pointing to the shadow? I'm just pointing to the shadow. Come on. And it's It's such like a use on Vine. <laughs> it's not, though. You want to know what it is? It is a... It is a Night Sister. Cool. From Dathomir. It's the Night Sister Sith Witch. Now I have been waiting for these characters because they're going to kick ass. I think, especially when you read when you hear about their force powers. Uh, they've got they're very much like the um, the Dark Acolytes from the Clone Strike series, which I really loved. They got 60 hit points, defense of 16, eight attack, 20 damage. They're lightsaber wielders, and they've got empathy. The empathy is to go with the Rancors. Okay, yeah, that's Rancors are native to death. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't have one on my set, but if you were to match a Rancor with a Night Sister, it would be killer. You take away Savage and off the Rancor, and suddenly, instead of the Rancor just marching up to the... You having to make the Rancor march up to the closest enemy, you can pick and choose. Okay. You can can control him. You control the Rancor more. And he's even more devastating. And uh, what makes the Night Sister so great is that she has three force, four, three force points, and uh, force lightning. Nice. So she can use she's two, two force points, and she has a range of six, and it's thirty damage to the target and two adjacent characters to that target. How far away the six. force lightning can go? Six, six, six squares. Okay. That's that's Four. awesome. <laughs> now, if you pair her with someone that gives force points, like the Emperor, it's going to be really nice. Cool. And it's like a cheap version. You can you can have like you can have it's only seventeen points. So you can have three or four of them, and you can just have them shooting off force I lightning can't imagine everywhere. Her and uh, the Emperor, no just throwing force lightning, force bolt lightning bolt. everywhere. <laughs> that's why I have picked the Knights. Other than the great sculpt, it's the mm-hmm. uh, Doug Chang. Uh, artwork. artwork for the Sith Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, people are going to wonder why I've chosen this figure. After you hear about it, you're going to know why. Echo 7 to Echo 3. Echo Aha! Now no, I correct no, you. No, see, <laughs> Echo 3 to Echo 7. Okay. Hello, buddy. Do you read me? Okay. Yes, it is Luke Skywalker on the Tauntaun. Um, I chose this figure because, I don't know, he's very versatile. He's got a melee attack that's really great, and he's range at the same time. So he's got his range. His range attack isn't as strong because when you get up to him, he can use his lightsaber, so he gets a plus ten damage. 
Um, he has speed 8, so he can move up to 8 squares and then attack, or 16 squares. But his force power is really, really good. See, you pair Luke Skywalker on Tauntaun with your good old pal Obi-Wan Kenobi from the first set Rebel Storm. Who, when, when Obi-Wan dies, he gives it all of his force points to Luke. So he gets 8 force points, plus the 3 already has, and he uses this really cool force power, Use the Force. Now, Use the Force, This char- it's 3 points, and it's this character's next attack is a critical hit. So he doubles it. So if he's right next to someone, he can do 40 damage. Damn. <laughs> it is great. No chance. So that's why I Luke on Tauntaun, I, I've, he's, I think he's a great character, and I think people are going to use him not enough. I think that's the problem. People aren't going to use them enough. And I hope they do start using them more. So, uh, I don't have Luke Skywalker Jedi Master, but he'd probably be on my list <laughs> for those... <laughs> if you say it's character. the same as Darth Vader almost, so... He's very, very, very similar. I think I'm going to pull up his stats. I'm going to go and find them on the net. Um, <laughs> so that's Luke Skywalker Jedi Master. <laughs> He's so yeah. he's so good that he's actually using a force mind trick so that the webcam won't won't, won't see him won't see him. <laughs> <laughs> he's very very good. I'm just gonna force power cloaking device. I'm just glad because right now I've got time for the uh, the next one after that. You're gonna get set up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get set up for the bitch of all times. Oh yes, he's a bitch. Okay, so Luke Skywalker, he's 130 hit points. He's got 22 defense. He's actually not as expensive as Darth Vader Jedi Hunter. He's 74 points. He's got melee attack, triple attack. He's got force leap, force renewal, force uh, lightsaber block, lightsaber deflect, lightsaber sweep, a new ability we haven't yet seen, which is lightsaber throw. Cool. So it's uh, range attack. It does uh, 20 damage. And he's got master speed, which we saw in uh, Illuminati. Uh... What's your name, Sebastian? Luminara. Luminara, that's right. I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. I, yes. I don't like the prequel Jedi as much. And then we have his commander effects, which he gives plus one to all force users. Plus one force to all force-sensitive uh, people. And that's why he's pretty damn good. And um, I'll just go back to the Rancor, since we don't have him, but he's also very good. What makes him so great is that he has reach. So he can reach two squares. So people two squares away are still considered adjacent. So he can smack them down. <laughs> okay, cool. And he's got regeneration. And he's got speed eight, so he can move farther and attack. And he's got triple attack. So he's pretty kick-ass. But uh, the next one, Sebastian, is... Uh, who is he? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, ready? I'm ready, ready. It's, it's, it's pretty it's, badass. It's up there. It's up there for those of them who can see it. There you go. Ta-da! Now, those not um, into the EU will probably... S- or not into NJO. Not into New Jedi Order will probably lift their nose up at the Yuzong Vong, say they're shit. And uh, at first, my little brother was scared. He was like, they're too powerful. I'm not playing against them. He was really pissed off. <laughs> and then I got my ass kicked with him, and he was shut up. <laughs> I, I have yet to win a game with Yu Zong Vong, but I will. I didn't put a Vornsk on my team yet, but it works very well, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, 
he's just great. You put he's You're got so cleave. Evil. He's got cleave. He's got force immunity. That means you can't spend any force points on him or around him. Um, he's got melee attack, but you know, eh. he's got momentum. He's got triple attack, and he's got Vodum crab armor six. So if he gets hit, he, can, he takes a roll of six, and uh, it makes a roll of six, and he doesn't he. He reduces the damage by 10. And he's got an awesome commander effect, which is momen- he gives momentum to everyone else. Nice. And, uh. This one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Put these two up. These are the other two, um. Yuzong Vong that are also in the set. The, uh, subaltern, which is like the commander. And, uh, what's great about this is they, they have, um, Thudbug. Um, which is great because you throw them, they, they throw them, they inflict 10 damage, and once once they hit, this character is considered activated unless they get a save of 11. So it's kind of like Paralysis, the other, the other figure. And apparently James was playing with them against himself, and he froze Darth Vader Jedi Hunter for three rounds in a row <laughs> by using Thud Bugs. Cool. So it's a very good ability learn how to use it in the game because I think it will be very good especially against Darth Vader Jedi Hunter because you can keep him at bay and keep him away from coming close to you so you can get in a lot of but range anyway, attacks Darth Vader cannot hit you with force points right? exactly anyway. so he's just hitting triple attack it's still strong though yeah so um, those are my picks. Uh, there's Nominor who I didn't get, unfortunately. The one we're seeing is the Yuzong Vong Warrior. The Yuzong Vong Warrior, and the one with the the shirtless one was uh, the subaltern. I don't know if Sebastian's yeah. put that up. Yeah. Um, Nominor is interesting because he gets he can give characters uh, stealth. Nice. He gives st- characters he can give one character stealth at the beginning of the game. So there was. So he doesn't put it on the board or or what? Uh, no, no, no. He gains it special. They, they gain the special ability stealth, which means if you're in cover, you can't be targeted. Okay. Um, he also has commander effects, which is great. Um, he gives all he all allies with stealth already have it. They they cannot be targeted. At all. Okay. So if they're in cover, they're not they're not targetable, and anyone in your squad. With stealth gains self destruct twenty. <laughs> so this is why it's going to be awesome to play fringe characters with stealth with Nominor, because with stealth self destruct, if they get up there close to somebody else, they just expl- they just blow themselves up. And they he also has uh, Playerlin Bowl, which is the virus that Mara Jade had for oh. the first bit of the um, of the NGO, and it is. Uh, 40 damage to a non to an adjacent enemy. Cool. Oh no, that's the thing he had in his eye. Yeah, he had a thing in his it's eyeball. Uh, yeah, it's the spores. Like yeah. he threw some spores and yeah. So uh, these are the characters to look out for. The Yuzong Vong, I think, with the four that we already have, it's going to be very interesting to see how they evolve in the next coming sets because. You partner them up with the, some fringe guys, call them the Peace Brigade if you want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's true. So that's who they were. Uh, especially with some very good uh, uniques like uh, Dash, Rendar, or 
the Ponda Baba team there. And uh, I'd say a Corn Assassin, because he's my favorite character out of the whole of the sets, is the Corn Assassin. Yeah, we know you like him. Yeah, Sebastian's gotten his ass kicked a couple of times with the Corn Assassin. He's on my team now. I know. <laughs> I recruited him. He's that good. So now we see Guri from Guri. Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. And uh, there are a bunch of. Uh, no, Sebastian's switching to Dash Rendar. <laughs> there are a bunch. He's like, where did all the cool went? Sebastian took them all Even the gonk droid <laughs> You put up the gonk droid? Yeah <laughs> Of course I did He's so You're cool such a goof He's a Mickey D's trash can <laughs> What else do you expect? <laughs> um, other w interesting ones are the New Republic Fig The New Republic uh, generic characters um, They don't look like much But you know what? They're, they're good they're, they're expensive But um, I see them coming into good because they've got careful shot and they've got dead eye and they like the commander is great. He gives he gives careful shot and the uh, the troopers have they have advantageous uh, cover. So instead of when they're in cover, instead of getting the normal plus four, they gain a plus eight defense. Man. So you partner this guy with uh, I think somebody like Lando. Who has uh, who gives mobile attack as his um, special ability as his you know commander effect, and you've got someone who's very strong mobile and who gains c who has an amazing amount of cover. Cool. There's a lot of interesting possibilities. I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed with the prince uh, Zizor. Shizor. Shizor. Um, Shizor. Shizor. Yeah. Uh, figure because. His al he doesn't give that much. Like I would have liked to. Does he have the pheromone? If he has pheromones, cancel an attack from an enemy within six squares of that target. But it's kind of close. Six squares is close. Like that. That's pretty close, I find. And with the, the allies with stealth gain accurate shot, I can understand. And grenades, um, twenty. He gives grenades twenty instead of grenades. When they have grenades ten, he gives grenades twenty. Eh, they're good. They're good abilities, but you must I would have liked to have seen more commanders' effects yeah. associated with Black Sun. That's it. I was about to say, does he have a commander effect? Yeah. He, those are his two commander effects. He gives allies with stealth; they gain accurate shot, and allies with grenades ten gain grenades twenty. Okay. They're good, but I would have liked to have seen more stuff associated with the Black Sun. Okay. Like there's an Abyssin Black Sun thug that's new, and we have a. Rodian Black Sun Vigo that are new in this set and I would have liked to see more Black Sun stuff because I think that in Fringe you can you can make an extra like a sub faction which is Black Sun did they add some kind of trooper in Shadows of the Empire in the uh, underground tunnels like a red yeah and the uh, yeah. Luke and Anne Anne to uh, took those uh, armor at it was some point Luke and Lando. Yeah, Luke and Lando, and it, it was kind of red, I think. I yeah, yeah it's red. a Coruscant uh, security guard. Yeah, they could have put it in there. It's a really cool, cool armor. Uh, I just, I just want to say that right now is one of my probably was going to become one of my favorite like guys is the Bark Speeder clone, and he goes so fast you can barely see him. Haha, <laughs> you're so funny. He, he's like on fire on the webcam, you blue flames. <laughs> Dude, save that image, quick, 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 save it, save it, save it. <laughs> Come on! I didn't. I didn't see that. I really didn't. 
Anyway, I, I find I already have I have two of the bark spears. I think it's kind of the one that's slightly disproportioned out of the set. Slightly? Slightly. I would say hugely disproportionate out of the set. Like it's I'd, a love huge to, I'd love to show you the speed commando on speeder bike, but I don't have one. I don't have a scout on biker scout. I have pair them. I, I have I've seen what I seen them and aren't they like two by twos? Yeah, they're two by twos. They're large. They're, they're larges. They're not huges. That's I, that's why I'm kind of like, did you guys run out of huges to put in or something? I think I think they should actually issue something so that we can actually play this one as a two by two. He's he's. They c- should have made him smaller. Or like have a base switch of some sort. Okay, now I'm gonna go through the bad. There are a few bad figures. There's I think there's there's couple. The uh, clone trooper. Aren't uh, they're still crap? They're still too high for live very little abil- very little ability. Like um, higher price? Yeah, they're too yeah. high a cost for what they are. Uh, Nuke Gunray is very disappointing. <laughs> uh, he actually gives <laughs> well, negative, he, all- he he actually gives negative commander effects. Isn't he always? The only way to put him with is if in an all droid army. So um, he doesn't have any attack or de- or. Uh, he only sells like special abilities, fringe reinforcements, like so. After you set up your squad, you can add in an extra twenty after you've seen the other the opposing team's um, squad, and you get he has separatist reserves, which is interesting. If you roll a one on your initiative, um, you can add twenty points of separatist to your team, which can be interesting if you're losing the game and uh, you're you know at a low at a low point. Um, the SP7 is kind of boring. That's the Naboo speeder? No, that's the uh, the droid. Okay. The lift, lifter droid. The Naboo speeder is pretty cool. Um, other than that, I can't really say anything. The Bantha, maybe? Uh, does it have something? Uh Bantha's okay. It's nothing special. Like, it has Mighty Swing and Momentum and has Sniper, which are good, but I, I don't know if I'll ever play it. I don't know if I want to play a Bantha. He just looks good. He looks really... It looks like a great sculpt. I don't know if I'll play it, though. I have like three of them because they're uncommon. Cool. Want to give me one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Just, just for sure. Um, other than that, there's a lot of good characters. I think Lobot will be a highly played character because he has Override, which is the R2D2 ability, which has led to a lot of scandal. So now that we have Lobot with with Override, there'll be less, you know. Uh, people playing less rebel, and they'll be able to, you know, use all kinds mm-hmm. of different squads. And he does have fringe reinforcements, which is pretty damn good, because he can add twenty points of fringe after uh, after setup. So um, I love this set. I think it's my favorite. How much does a booster cost? Uh, it's more expensive because you get bigger figures. Okay. What the? Ah, uh, they're twenty dollars. I think they're twenty three ninety nine. Okay, Canadian. Canadian US is the same damn thing. Surprising? No, it actually, when I was in the states, they I really paid more choice. for my boosters of Revenge of the Sith. So all then the American home. So all the American cross the border buy them here in Canadian dollars. So yes, actually, I heard of uh, someone in Halifax. Mikael was talking, telling me that they were selling their boosters at eighty eight ninety nine Canadian. The, the case? Yeah, it was like $88 with the tax for a case of huge on pre-order. 
And there's four boxes of used. Six. Six? Oh, that's a good price. That's a very good price. Damn, instead but of one hundred twenty eighty? Ninety? Three bucks. It's one fifteen per booster. Okay. Per 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 case. But it but like it would have been too expensive to ship it here and it comes out yeah. of the same thing if you come pick it up in the store. If I were to be in Montreal, so it doesn't matter. But if you lived in Halifax, it was a great deal. So um, I'm very impressed with this new set, and I love it. And I'll be playing with it a lot, I think. There's a lot of interesting stuff in here. Is it the best one in the four? Uh, definitely. It definitely rivals Rebel Storm. Okay. Definitely Rebel It's Rebel Strike? No. Clone Strike, Rebel, Rebel Storm. Okay. Rebel Storm, Clone Strike, Revenge of the Sith, and uh, Universe Huge. I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of uh, Revenge of the Sith as much. Um, a lot of interesting figures. Clone Strike was very good as well. Um, but I think that uh, Rebel Storm and uh, Universe Huge are definitely my favorite sets. Did I heard about the Snow Speeder at C3? The Snow Speeder will be uh, in the uh, next round of Huges, which is planned for next summer. Okay, there will be other Huges? There will be at least one more. Okay. At least one more. And we're a set or... A set, like okay, a okay. new sets, another 60 figures. Damn. So we have... Uh, four m- two, two more sets at least coming that we know of. Nice. So save your money, guys. <laughs> I'm just my only criticism of this set is that the universe huge figures are hard to manage on the present maps. We need huge maps. Exactly, we need huge maps. Maybe the uh, kind of ultimate mission guides will have bigger maps. Uh, yeah, there was one probably coming. It's probably going to be an ultimate missions or ultimate maps type thing for Universe Huge. Ultimate maps will be cool. Be All the booklet is a big, big map. It'd be very, very cool. You know, you have three L fire droids. No, it costs too much, but you go bigger armies. With oh, I could. I I have three Hellfire droids. I have like three uh, Vipers and. A couple of Nabu speeders. And Damn, you bought some. I bought 18 boosters. Ouch! <laughs> I have 18 huges. Okay, so how many sets do you have? Can I buy a set from you? I don't have a complete set of anything. But in doubles, do you have near a second set? That's why he's mentioning. <laughs> I'm missing, for a complete second set, I'm missing one more reek. An extra reek. And an extra boga. If that's all, I can and buy an extra like rancor. I can buy like an extra. I'm, mix, I'm missing a rancor you myself. Want, you want me to buy like the double sets from you or something? It's okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with my second set. There are people that want my extra bark speeder because it's a rare. It's a rare? It's a rare. I got 40 bucks. I, <laughs> $40? I don't know. Is it, is, it, is it worth that much? It's a rare, not a very rare. 20 <laughs> in that case, you say nothing and you take the 40 bucks. <laughs> I don't want to rip him off. He's my friend. A pitcher of beer? No way. Two? Two pitchers of beer? Oh. Enemy oh I'm, 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 I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of disappointed. I, I only got... Th- I didn't get any good extras except for the bark. Mm, <laughs> I would like to make... Uh, 
an honor to a Jedi you fell during the Yuuzhan Vong War, and that's Ganner. And right now on the webcam, you can see my tribute to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ganner is though. You shall not pass. <laughs> you shall. No, he said the same thing yeah. as uh, Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. In the Lord of the Ring. No, see, no one shall pass. Yep, it's. I think that's one of the best moments of the NGO. Yeah. How many? Like, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one by one. Yeah. He took down a lot of. He's a. He was a using Van Gogh at the. Yeah, at that's the end, a, it's. So. It's. I, I. I named the image on Ganner. Should Should we leave it on that or? Put something. No. No. no I think that's. I think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't. So, see. moving on. So, moving on, t- back to the playlist. Uh, I, I, I gotta scroll down the playlist now. The next show will be on August 30th, 2005. It's gonna be Star Wars Underact number 53 with special guests. This time, yes, my ladies and gentlemen, Rob Watkins has been confirmed. He will be on the show next Tuesday, and he will be talking to you about all that went into the developments of those wonderful Star Wars miniatures we've been playing with for the past few months. So if you have questions... The past year, almost. Yeah. If you have questions about the huge set or minis in general... That's right. Feel free to send them to studio at swendirect.com or you can also leave a message on our blog over at blogs.starwars.com slash swd. If you would like to become a partner or a sponsor, you can send us an email to info at swendirect.com. If you did like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show, add our URL to your message board signatures, etc., etc. Of course, we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, federationtoys.com, sitclan.net, our web host, simple-net.ca, Sci-Fi Podcast Network at tsfpn.com and should we also mention the epn.com or something? No, no. Whatever. And uh, the only place where you can have love and fun with Star Wars is Anakin and isangel.com nerf-herder-anonymous.net which is the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors on the web for refund FurryConflict.com, which is where you can find Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict audio drama, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are still keeping collectors on target time after time and weeks after weeks, and T-Bone Star Wars Universe and the Galactic Senate message boards, which are boards available at StarWarsWithZ.com, Blog Wars also, and now? now also Blog Wars, and of course, StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio. All these links are available in the partners section of our website. Uh, you've got nothing to say? No. Nope. I would like uh, to mention that uh, we will be live this coming Saturday evening uh, at SFX. There might be something going on during the day. I'm not sure yet. Uh, of in the worst, it will be recorded. That's right. Worst case scenario will be recorded. We should be able to go live because the internet connection is complimentary of the hotel. Thank you very much, Intercontinental Toronto Sander. And uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of fun. There's no main basic subject, but something will come up. I'm pretty sure something or someone will come up. Nice. So for all the crew here at Star Wars Universe, and of course the Honorable Yun Ganner killing his pre of Yuzenvong, this is... 
Lumite is saying see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Sure to visit www.swonzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows. This show is part of the Out of This World Entertainment on the Sci-Fi Podcast Network. TSFPN.com. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while.